So I've been thinking a lot in the last couple of days, especially the last week or fortnight or so, in relation to looking forward or moving forward as the, the business speak goes. And specifically in relation to the podcast, you know, where is this podcast going moving forward? And the business, you know, moving forward, where is this, pod, where is this business going? And I've tried to figure out what stage I'm at because I think it's important to know to know to know where you're at as opposed to what you're at. And when you're starting out in life in a new job or you you finished secondary school, you're going into college or you finished college, you're going into the workplace or you've been in the workplace a while and you're moving jobs or you've been doing something for fucking 30 years. It doesn't matter, but you're you have a place in time. So for me in relation to martial arts, I'm not I'm not a, I'm not an advanced martial artist. Um I'm by no means top of the food chain. As a competitive mixed martial arts fighter, I'm perfectly average if not less. But it wasn't until I started training people that I kind of realized the the width and breadth and depth of my knowledge. Because when you're used to training with people at your level and you're getting better all the time and they're getting better all the time, it's easy to to not notice the improvement. And it's often not until you start trying to teach, say, so you get a, a beginner at something and then you try and explain stuff to them that you realise, you're like, Jesus, like, where do I even start? And I, the same thing happens to me in the podcast all the time. I'll want to talk about something in particular, but then I'll have I'll catch myself and I'll go, fuck, I, I can't talk about that without going back and talking about this first. And then as soon as I think of that, I was like, well, I can't actually talk about that until I fucking talk about this other thing first. And you realise that, Jesus, fuck, I actually know quite a bit about this stuff. And knowing where you're at is very important, I think. And where I'm at with the martial arts end of things is I'm uh, and it's funny because I have an aversion to saying that I'm relatively advanced at anything really even the podcast like like I would see myself as a beginner in the in in what I'm doing with this podcast I still haven't really figured it out yet so of course I'm a beginner but when you've you know a couple of hundred episodes up and you're doing it years you know you can't really call yourself a beginner and say that you're, you know, no different than somebody else who's, you know, just started and is on their third episode. But I think, and I don't know if it's an Irish thing or a human thing. Certainly an Irish thing. We have a... A, a repulsion towards self-praise. In a way that the Yanks don't at all. They're quite the opposite. Like, they, they'll walk into a room and say, Hi, I'm Fran McKeown and I have... You know, Ireland's leading control growing environment business and I have a stellar podcast and I have, you know, I'm a martial artist and I have a gym and I have all these things. And, you know, they just, they lead with that. Like, they open with how fucking great they think they are. And to Irish people, that can be a bit, you know, pipe down, will you? I don't know what it is specifically. It's not begrudgery, but it's, don't get out of your box kind of thing, whatever the fuck that means. It kind of, that makes sense to me, I get it, but I don't understand it if that makes sense. My soul understands it, but my mind doesn't. And I suppose what the martial arts, the business and the podcast have in common is I don't see myself as being particularly good at any of them. 
but I, 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 I can't say that I'm a beginner with a straight face either, like, because the business is up and running five years, the podcast is up and running three years, and I've been doing mixed martial arts for fucking ten years. So I, I can't hand on my heart say that, you know, I'm a beginner because I might feel like a beginner. I might identify with being a beginner, but I'm not a fucking beginner. To, to, to refer myself, to refer to myself as a beginner in any of those three domains is to make light of everybody who is a beginner, who's literally only starting. Because you, you can't have it both ways. You can't be a beginner and be doing something fairly seriously for years. Which begs the question, if I'm not a beginner, what, what am I? What, what, at what stage am I? And in relation to those three things that I outlined, the my MMA gym, my business, and the podcast... The stage that I'm at to steal a term from business is that I'm a proof of concept stage. I, I have I have proved the concept. So in relation to the podcast, is it financially viable is, is a question that a business person would ask you. Like, can you make a living off this? You'd like to, which is great, but can you? Is it feasible? And what they'll want is proof of concept. And depending on what you're doing, there's different ways that you can prove your concept. So in relation to growing plants under lights in a controlled environment, which is what I do for a living, you could argue the proof of concept was done six years ago when I set up a couple of bulbs and I put a seed into some compost, germinated it and grew it. You could say that was proof of concept. But that's only proof of the concept in, in theory nearly. And what I mean by that is just because you can cook a steak and it's delicious that's not proof of concept that you can run a restaurant but what I've done is I've turned the two bulbs and the one plant that I had in the in my back garden I've turned that into quite the operation so I have you know 12 odd thousand square feet of workspace now not including an office and a canteen and a changing room and a grow and what is included is the grow space, the production area, and the workshop and the storage unit. And I've built it to uh, it's it's now scalable. What I have now could be replicated. Either in in a, in a in an extension of my existing premises, or maybe a different location in Ireland, or maybe abroad. But it it can be scaled, and what I mean by that is. I can duplicate it to a degree and I can grow it exponentially. So the way I conceptualize it is it's taken me five years to get to the position that I'm at that has a turnover of X amount of euros per year. But if I wanted to turn that into two X per year, if I wanted to double it, it would only take me a month. It took me five years to get to this point, but it would only take me a month to get to double that point. And that's in relation to the the control growing environment business that I operate. In relation to the podcast, I've proved a couple of things. So I've proved that I can do this over time. I've proved that I can that I have enough going on between my years to sustain this over time. So I've uploaded as near as makes no difference an episode a day for a year. 
some days I did more, some days I did less, but you know, over the last, I, I must actually look into this just to see exactly what it is, but in the last 365 days, I've probably uploaded 350 episodes. As near as makes no difference. Like. And I've no real sign of slowing down. I know I very nearly kind of shelved the whole thing very recently, but that was due to... Uh, I'm not entirely sure what it was due to. I'm still kind of processing that, but it certainly wasn't out of a lack of things to talk about. So that's one proof of concept. I can do this, I can sustain this over time because it's all well and good on the back of 10 episodes to say, oh, I could do this for the rest of my life. Could you, yeah? What happens after you've done 100 episodes, 200 episodes? At what point are you going to start running out of things to fucking talk about? But that hasn't happened to me yet and to me at least, that's proof of concept in theory that I can continue to do this. The other thing then is listenership. So being able to do it regularly and to a certain standard is one thing. But will anyone give a fuck? And a component part of why I was losing faith with the whole endeavour to a degree was that it wasn't doing the numbers that I would have liked it to have done or expected it to have done. So not enough people were listening. And that's an integral part of making this financially viable moving forward. It needs to, it needs to turn a profit if it's to be... At, le- at the very least, if it's to be a business, it needs to turn a profit. If it's just going to be my hobby, it doesn't have to turn a penny. It can cost me money. But that's a, that's a different thing. I would like to commercialize this. I think in order to, in order for me to have the reach that I aspire to having, I have to professionalize it a bit. I have to up my game. And the best way to up your game is to join the race, basically. And you join. And the best way to join that race is to compete against everybody else. That's what a race is. It's a it's a competition. But in order for it to be sustainable moving forward, it needs to be financially viable and it needs to turn at a certain profit. But what I've done is, even though the numbers aren't going to blow anybody away, the real proof of concept, the the really, really important thing that I'm only now kind of copping onto, I was aware of it, I knew, I knew it, but now I'm starting to get it. So the downloads of my podcasts, you know, aren't going to blow away any aren't going to blow anybody away let's say i get 100 downloads per episode okay if you went to spotify or i or apple or acast or any of the big podcast platform things and you said that you've been working on a podcast you've been doing it for a couple of years the first thing that they're going to ask is like how many downloads are you getting per episode and as soon as i say 100 they're just going to burst out laughing in my fucking face tell me to go back to my fucking bedroom and stop annoying them and come back when it's you know 5,000 because 5,000 downloads per episode is a starting point 100 100 downloads per episode is you know friends and family when you don't have a big family and you don't have that many friends and that when viewed in that light can be and was very demoralizing but 60 if not 70 of that 100 downloads per episode are from the same people and you might say to yourself well that's fucking worse it's the same handful of dopey cunts that are stuck listening to you at least if if it was 100 new people it would be a sign that you know you could draw in new people but that's the wrong way to look at it the way to look at it is 
There's people listening to everything I fucking put out. Reliably. And over long periods of time. Like there's people who have literally, there's probably a core group of about 30 people who've listened to every single last thing that I've put out there. And bearing in mind, I've never made any effort in promoting the podcast. These are people who either know me directly or know someone else who knows me or maybe just blindly stumbled upon it. But they listen to fucking everything. And over a long period of time, because you might start listening to a new podcast and you might listen to every episode somebody puts up. And you'll do that for a month or two or three But to do it for a year or two or more and to look forward to whatever's coming down the line and to like the idea that it's part of your day now and to miss it when it's not around, like that's, that's indicative of you being really fucking onto something. Because word of mouth will only get you so far. So let's say word of mouth will get you to... I don't know, 300 people hearing about you and 100 of them listening to everything that you put out. But if you can throw a few quid at advertising and promotion and get the word out there a little bit and maybe make an ad and push the ad and try and direct a bit of traffic towards what it is that you're doing and you can change that 300 to 3,000 or 30,000, well, then you've got, you know, 300 or 3,000 people listening to you all the fucking time. And the longer that you do this and the longer the longer you do anything, the better you get at it. So providing I don't, for whatever reason, just completely move away from what it is that I've been doing. Which I would find very unlikely because I don't know what it is that I'm fucking doing in the first place. This, this shit's just kind of coming out of me. But what, but what I have in relation to the podcast is that same proof of concept. So I can't go with my download figures to Acast or Spotify or Apple and say, look at how brilliant I am. But I can go with, look lads, I think I'm onto fucking something here. Can you tell me if I am or I'm not? Because there's something, to me at least, and maybe I'm, maybe I've this wrong, maybe I'm looking at this wrong, I don't know. But to me, if I can get you know, 30 or 40 people listening to everything that I put out on the back of only 100 people ever hearing of it. To me, there's something to that. There's something scalable about that. There's something analogous to my other business. I've brought it up to a point and I've proven something to myself, if nobody else, that I can sustain it, number one, and that I can I can hold people. I can I can pull people in however that happens initially. However that happens initially, I'm not entirely sure. But I do know that I, once people, once people are, are reeled in, they tend to be sticky is another term that people use. They, they tend to stick with you. And it's the same with the gym. So the gym, I'm not at nearly as long as the podcast or the business. It only really started halfway through last year and was awkward and dodgy and weird with COVID and, and all the rest of it and then we got a bit of a run at it there before Christmas and then it was all fucking closed down and all the rest of it but the beauty of, of that is people who come tend to stay so that to me at least is, is, showing, is showing me that I'm doing something right and again I've never, I haven't promoted it I haven't put a sign up or, or asked people really to come down most of the interest has kind of come to me. 
they've either heard me mention it in passing in the podcast or they were chatting to somebody else who's training down with me and they float with the idea of is it would it be okay for them to come down now i've a load of shit to fucking to sort out it's not scalable yet certainly not but it's on the on the right track to becoming scalable the, a couple of things that i have to sort out before it's remotely scalable is insurance and a timetable and a schedule and all that jazz plus i don't want it to become abolic for me i want to i want to create an environment whereby i can train and get fitter and sharpen my skills as a martial artist but also a place whereby i can draw people into into the love of the sport and it's the the it's 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 essentially the off the lead MMA club because it's the in person physical version of the podcast. The podcast is all about not all about but largely about intellectually arming people. There's a great quote I heard from another one of my boyfriends, uh, Noam Chomsky. It won't come to mind, but bear with us two secs. And I'm back in the room. So the Chomsky quote is. Citizens of the democratic societies should undertake a course of intellectual self-defence to protect themselves from manipulation and control and to lay the basis for meaningful democracy. I'm going to repeat that. Citizens of the democratic societies should undertake a course of intellectual self-defence to protect themselves from manipulation and control and to lay the basis for meaningful democracy. Fucking A1, brother. That is fucking deadly. Intellectual self-defence. That's what this podcast is about for me. It's about sharpening my own skills as an intellectual self-defensive person or self-defense person. So it's about sharpening my own skills, but it's also about introducing other people to the basics and to help them develop their own intellectual self-defense. And the club is the same. The more physical, off the lead and on the mats and things is... I want to kind of read this in relation to that. So I'm going to try and do this live. So citizens of democratic societies should undertake a course. I'll just leave out intellectual. I know I'll replace intellectual physical. Citizens of democratic societies should undertake a course of physical self-defense to protect themselves from manipulation and control and to lay the basis for meaningful democracy. So the podcast is intellectual self-defense and the the gym, MMA or off the lead and on the mats. That's physical self-defense. And I think you need both to be balanced. I think you need to be both. I think first and foremost, you need to be articulate and intelligent. Not even intelligent, but articulate, certainly. Because that's your first line of defense. Somebody says something to you, you get into some sort of an altercation or you're involved in something. The first port of call is, you know, your your lips, not your fists. You try and de-escalate the situation. But you'll be more effective intellectually defending yourself if you know you can physically defend yourself. And I've I've mentioned this before and it's worth repeating. When you're proficient in martial arts, it doesn't matter which one it is, provided that you're proficient in it and it has some utility and it's not just complete it's not just completely bogus, which a lot of martial arts are. But certainly if you're proficient in anything remotely um, resembling an actual combat sport you carry that around with you that that becomes part of who and what you are and it's the same for the more intellectual end of things you are what you repeatedly do so if you're always listening to this podcast and other such podcasts and more 
esoteric things, you carry that around with you. It becomes part of what you are. It becomes part of who and what you are. And it's the same for the physical end of things. If you're out pounding the roads and you're running or you're training in whatever discipline it is, maybe it's weightlifting, maybe it's martial arts, but physically training, maybe it's swimming, it could be fucking yoga, it could be anything, but provided it's 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 physical, you carry that around with you. It becomes part of who and what you are. And I think I'm, I'm fundamentally opposed to the idea of conscription, like conscription to the army. Like I know a lot of countries, I think Poland is one of them. You have to spend a year in the army, a year's military service. It might be two, I'm, I'm not sure. But it's generally considered to be conscription. And I'm opposed to making people do stuff because making people do stuff is essentially banning them not doing that thing. And I'm fundamentally opposed to banning things. So that, that that's a weird one. But I do really get the merit of conscription. I, I, there's something I really like about it. I think that in order to have a functioning democracy, you need, first and foremost, to have an informed and articulate and free populace. Because if you don't have that, then the population is just ripe to be manipulated which runs contrary to the whole endeavour of democracy in the first place. Politicians should be afraid of their voter base. They should be afraid that if they don't do what they say they're going to fucking do, they won't get voted in the next time. But that fear doesn't seem to be there. There's almost a, to me at least, there seems to be a contempt of the general population of the country by the political class. And it would appear that they can, the political class can just lie repeatedly and dependably to the masses provided they've just chucked a bone before the next general election and all will be forgiven. The general public seem to have a, a short memory for some reason. So in, in conclusion I suppose what I'm what I'm circling around to is that I have to step up my game in relation to the podcast and the business. The MMA club, I think, will, will figure itself out. I'm not, in a, I'm not in a position to step that up. I'm just going to keep on at that, I think, as best I can from where we left off. But I am a beginner. I'm not a beginner as a martial artist, but I'm a beginner, an absolute beginner, in running my own MMA gym. So I'm just going to continue to enjoy that journey. But in relation to the podcast and the business, it's high time I stepped up my game. I have to... I have to appreciate that I've come to the end of uh, the proof of concept part of both of those endeavours, the business and the podcast. And like I said at the outset, it's so important to kind of know where you're at. So what I'm starting to realise now and what's coming out of the wash over this recording is that I have to stop starting the business and I have to stop starting the podcast those jobs have been done they've both been started and they've been established so and that's why I suppose the was it the previous episode or the episode before was I realized I call it the transitional period I think and I realized that I was in a transitional period but I didn't I hadn't named I didn't know the transition was from having proven the concept to concretizing it and to maturing it 
I knew I was in transition, but I couldn't specifically nail down that. And that's only after coming out of the wash right there now. I'm moving out and away and putting behind me proof of concept. And now I'm into maturation. And on that note, I'll talk to you soon.